Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Reclaim your confidence with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you tired of endless dieting and minimal results at the gym? STL Medical Weight Loss offers a revolutionary program. With their highly effective injectable peptides, these medications have been approved by the FDA for weight loss and you can lose 20 to 30 pounds in 90 days. Their telemedicine service delivers the medication right to your door, so you have privacy and convenience. Obesity rates are climbing in America. One in two Americans suffers from this problem. So call STL Medical Weight Loss at 636-628-6604 to book your consultation. And mention Tanya and you will get $200 off your first two months. That's 636-628-6604 to book your first consultation. Mention my name, Tanya, and you will get $200 off your first two months. The website is stlmedweightloss.com. Welcome to the show about dating and love. I lost my husband five years ago, and I couldn't even imagine seeing anybody for several years. And then I decided, well, okay, I'm going to give this a whirl. So I decided I would look online and find a show and have them teach me how to do it. Well, that didn't work because it sure wasn't like it was when I was dating like 25 years ago. I decided I would start my own show and I would just call friends of mine and have them come on the show and tell me how they did it and then maybe share that with you. So that's what we're doing today. I've got Frank DeCopolis and his wife, Taya Anderson, and they are charming, married 22 years, and in love. And you'll hear how they met and how they keep the music playing. Welcome, Taya Anderson and Frank DeCopolis. I'm so excited that you guys could come to the show today. Well, thank you. We're excited to be You're here. welcome. One date to love. That's what we're doing here. And you guys have had this long, beautiful, wonderful, supportive marriage with two incredible children. And I just, how did you meet? Well, I'm, I'm going to say something right out, right out of the blocks, and that was your your title uh, of your show could not be more perfect. Oh, really? Because we went on one date, and the rest is history. Thank you. Honestly. It, it I, only takes one. That's why I uh, named it that. One date to love. You go ahead. Tell how, how did we meet? Uh, we, had an, we were both auditioning for a film at Paramount Studios, and I always show up early, so I was early working, and I get psyched out by other actors. So I went in a corner to work on my script. I do that. And Frank came in, and he, my whole life, I'd said, I'm never getting married. I didn't really believe in marriage, whatever. I thought I'd, you know, whatever. And he walked in, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to marry that. Like, it was, like, clear in my head. <laughs> like I saw kidding. him. Well, he did look like a prince. He had, like, long hair, and he was wearing this flowing duster coat. And I was like, whoa, and cowboy boots and jeans. Wow. So, yeah, exactly. I was like, wow. But like a I'm renaissance married. man. And he signed in, and then he walked right over to me, and he said, hey, do you want to run lines? And I was like, 
uh, well, if we have the same script, and we did. So we ran lines, and then he got called in first because he was running a little late, and because um, I'm sure you came from the show. And uh, at the end, we, he went in, he, he walked out. A couple times later, I went in, and when I came out, I went to the elevators, and he was sitting on the floor at the elevators, and he looked at me and he smiled, and I was like, he, and I was like, yes, he waited for me. Wow. And so he. This is like not so you really my favorite part of the story. when you were doing the scene you yeah, together. We well, I told her she did such a great job on the reading that I thought if I was casting this, I'd give you the job. Yeah, so he has this big Honestly. smile on his face, and I'm smiling too. Well, even he if you didn't me. mean it, that was a, that's a really good line. <laughs> yeah, well, then Everybody he says, should keep that he goes, he sees me smiling, and he says, oh, you got the call back too. And I was like, mm, no. So then he felt really bad because that's a big faux pas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, can I, can I take you, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. You can buy me a hot chocolate. It's five o'clock somewhere. So we went, had hot chocolate at uh, well, She said, you know what, how about Lindy's. hot chocolate? Okay. But the second I heard that, it wasn't like a martini or, you know, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It was a hot chocolate. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. How great a, is that? That's a good sign, actually, isn't yeah. it? And when I saw her come out of the door, when I was sitting on the ground at the elevator, she just had this beautiful smile. She got well, to and, see and, him. And, I was seeing him. I thought like, she was excited that she got the call back. Like, hey, you know, so. So you didn't mean anything by no, it. No, I felt horrible. Yeah, yeah, so. No, but I was totally smiling because he was there waiting for me. I bet Because I knew I was going to marry him, and I didn't know his name. I didn't know. I, and Tanya, there was something. I There was no way something prevented me from pushing that elevator button down. There was no way. I was like, something about that girl. Are you a God person? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, some, truly. Some things are just... Well, I was an also boy. Wait, tell a story where you had prayed for me. Day before, I was in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Oh, I love that place. I, I, I would go in there a lot, just to go in there all by myself, light a candle. I and did go, that too. Yeah, and just sit down and just look around. And um, I was frustrated because I, you know, I, I dated a fair amount and I... Had a kind of ready to settle down, and you know, I literally said, "Listen, can you please just bring one person in my life that has all these things? Because I would like this about this person, I like this about that person, but nobody had it all. Nobody had it all. Just one, the very next day comes into my life, and not only that, where we had that hot chocolate." was where my parents, they spent their, um, uh, their honeymoon in, in Manhattan, in New York City, and it was right across the street, right on the corner, what Radio City Music Hall was, and there was this diner. And Lindy. my mom remembered that they sat in the first booth. We sat in the first booth. Oh my gosh. And Tanya, we finished each other's sentences. Yeah. It was just literally just, and this this is so wow. bizarre. She, That's really neat. We, 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 still, we both knew right away, yeah. like that day. So yeah. how long did you date? Uh, we were engaged like a month later. 33 years. Uh, wow. We were I married a year later. That is the best answer yeah. I've ever heard. How long did yeah. you date? 33 years. Yeah. I love that. I love no, that. Truly. Um, she, that's really beautiful. That's how I feel. Yeah. She's my best friend. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, through thick and thin. I mean, it, it, listen, it's not It's not all bed of roses. Okay. You know, you, you, you have your ups and downs and you have your... But you know, you you plow through it. You hopefully learn from each experience, and you just you just. What's make... the biggest struggle that you all have had have had in your life together? Um, I would say where to live. Like I think it's really important. Like I love Manhattan, mm -hmm. and um, we had an accountant that was telling us to get out of Manhattan, and 
you know, we had family that was like, you should have a house and a car, which we, you don't have in Manhattan. And so we did, we moved out of Manhattan and that was really tough. The community that we lived in, like I was used to just certain, like being near water, oh, always yeah. being able to see the water and the bustle of the city. And we got moved way out. And you and, have your coffee shops and you have your bank. Yes, and you have, you have everything. Store, and, you, yeah. and you don't have to go to a gym because you're constantly walking and carrying <laughs> things. Oh, and there she, are no fat people in New York. No, I don't know. She's a Vermont girl. So she was used to the wide open spaces and the country and everything else. But what I learned later was that she loved the city and she mm. needed to get out of there. She hated being cold. Um, she loved- I needed to get out of Vermont. I was yeah, the same. Out of Vermont. Yeah. Um, I mean, here, here, here's a classic example. When I proposed to her the first time, when she was a little girl, there was a big rock in the pasture, like in her, like, or I used to wish for a prince. That's and she was, as a little girl, she would sit there and wish for a prince, right? So I'm thinking, wow, I got the perfect place to propose to my, my future wife. It's going to be on the wishing rock. Well, poor thing. She hated the cold. <laughs> yeah, so a month later, so, he she was it. no longer going to the rock to pray for her prince. No, yeah. no. She was not doing that. She was going to the big fountain in Central Park to pray for her prince. Yeah, well. No, and then I, I asked for her her father for her hand in marriage, and, you know, he, he says, by all means, you know, we were hoping so. So, you know. Uh, this is after a month after a we month. Met. Yeah, I just mean, a month. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. October 20th, and this was over Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. it was fast. No, it, it's. But we knew. And you know what? Here's something else, but too. But you weren't that old. I mean, you were pretty darn young. I was 25. Yeah, that's really young. If my daughter did that, I'd kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in defense of Taya, with respect to that, she's very intelligent. She was out on her own. She and it was, was you, honey. If she brought you home, no, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't kill her yeah. then. I wouldn't kill her. Nobody <laughs> likes to hear this, but I had dated a lot. Yeah. What? I had kissed a lot of frogs. frogs. Yeah. So I, I knew I had a pretty clear sense yeah. of what. I know. And I honestly was at the point where I didn't think there would be anyone out there that met all of my criteria. So... And, and But the funny thing is, I didn't know if he did when I met him, but I knew I was going to marry him. I just can't get over that. That is so neat. And we came from very different backgrounds. So that's, I think that was another struggle we probably had in the beginning was just how do you align? He grew up in altar boy, Greek community, Akron, Ohio, and I grew up pretty much hippie kid, Vermont. It wasn't a commune, but it was pretty close. We had an outhouse. <laughs> we had, like, it was a, I a love farm that we lived off of. They, we were eating kale back then, I, before yeah, anyone Before else anybody did. even knew what kale was. So, exactly. But I think our core values were mm. the same. Yeah. And that's what was the most important. Core values and humor, I say, with the two two biggest parts of uh, saving our, keeping our marriage I, together. I really think those together. are two of the hu most huge things you can make sure must be there. Yeah, and physical before. attraction. You have to have the physical attraction first. That's if true. If you don't have that, it's That's not, true. you're not even going to look That's true. Further. That's true. And we do have a lot of, a lot of similarities, thank God, because you know you're not battling. It's usually the small things that can destroy a couple, you know, like leaving the toothpaste cap off or just little things that culminate or a smaller... Uh, message over than a, a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. It's just these like these little day to day things. So we we're fortunate that we we just don't have that. Like um, oh, there's the she's going to tell you now all the things that you're doing. That <laughs> no, no, you know, well, don't like get divorced on my account, yeah. please, oh, no, please, no, no, please. No. I'm it, just kidding. You. It's all good. No, but does he do laundry? 
He does do laundry. See, isn't so that that's here's like, the thing? He, uh, yes. You gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give. A so guy my credit. dad, I do the dishes, I do the laundry, I, I straighten up the. That's God, key. good my, job. My dad, my dad was a feminist, and he baked bread every week, and he shared the the chores and the outdoor chores and the indoor chores with my mom, and I saw that growing up. But I up, bet and your, I dad that. your dad didn't. Your dad did No, and his dad did not do that. Yeah, your but dad Frank was more never, He never fought me. I like, I do all the cooking because I'm good at it and I enjoy it. Yeah. He does the laundry because it gives him his private his his time. Like it's my gift. It's back. almost like his. But he, I think you, know? you also like the solitude of it because when we had our apartment in Manhattan, he liked to go down in the basement and do the laundry, and he'd be down there for a long it's time. It's like men that go was, out to the garage. It was like putting. Yeah, it was like his it man cave. Tinkle with the car. It was like a man cave. Yeah. There was a uh, really big storage unit. Tinker down there. with the car, not tinkle with the car. <laughs> That would be very I've bad. I've tinkled in a car. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I know she does. <laughs> no, I don't want to know that either. Oh, that reminds me of that show Weeds when the when she was coming back and she got stuck in all that traffic and couldn't find a bathroom and it was just it was a funny scene. Big cup, you know that kind of sitting. Oh, never mind. Um, yeah. So, when did you decide to have children? We just talked about this yesterday. Um, yeah, we'd been together for five years and we just started to think it was time. Like we, we did spend a lot of time enjoying each other and traveling and doing stuff because we, we realized that having children is a big commitment and time taker. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was, we, we, we were ready. We were ready. We also wanted to see, like at that point we were at, like, I want to see a little Frank. He wants to see a little Aww. me. Like you want to see what your combination will be, yeah. which Aww. is kind of vain. Did you find out if you're I, having a boy or a girl before you had a baby? We did. We found out. Well, too, we were really I obnoxious. Had... I'm going to say that in retrospect, we realized how obnoxious we were because we planned a trip to conceive our first child oh. and our second child. We like planned it like work? Sedona and it, it sure worked. Did. We, we God were like, heaven. But we didn't and, realize until, and we would tell her, oh yeah, we're going to Sedona to conceive. And then now, then I started to have friends that had fertility issues. And I everything know. Else. And I was like, I'm such a jerk. Like I felt like such a jerk at that point. And that does show you how young I was and I was 30. But but in hindsight, we were we should have just kept our. But we were really responsible, and and she took the lead on that. And that was like, for months beforehand, we literally didn't drink, we didn't do. We wouldn't even any, let him take an aspirin. You know what I mean? Literally, we cleansed our bodies just to literally be in preparation for this. Oh, that's so um, nice. And then yeah, no, it, it was perfect. And and who does that? You know what I mean? So I was really blessed to have a partner, that you know, and I, I love that. I, that's that's yeah. really smart and cool and we have two beautiful incredible children now are so. they dating your kids they yeah. are both engaged they are yeah they are how was it up to this point because they're 25 20 my daughter's 26, 26. and she uh, as i like i did didn't think she was ever going to find somebody that checked all her boxes and she did she did she had a great meet cute it wasn't she had tried the dating apps hated them never had a good experience what and was her experience do you time. know um on the dating apps, yeah, uh, she used, she would. She actually, didn't use them that often. She she used that often, she would but, go out with a group of girls, and they would go to a restaurant bar to kind. No, no, but she's she used the dating apps, and what she found out was that it wasn't the guys misrepresented themselves, which I think they do a lot when they're older, mm -hmm. but it was that they had a lot to learn. So she would pretty much end every date with like, "Okay, thank you, you're a great person, we can stay friends," and they'd be like, "Well, what am I doing wrong?" Because they'd be into her, and she'd say, "Oh, you, I didn't like that you were on your cell phone during the meal. Uh, I didn't like how you treated the waiter." So um, she told them. Oh yeah, she told them because she and she's very direct like that. She she's very helpful. That and they is actually, helpful. They were 
they it, it did help them and they they enjoy you know she's good at giving bad feedback and good feedback well, so, I think it's important for people at yeah. home to know that if you do say something, you're actually doing somebody a favor. You're not nagging. If they ask you, you should tell them if, if they're young because they won't right. know. And they'll just have one failure after another yep. and not have any idea why. Yep. You know? Yep. So yep, true. My daughter's dating somebody that's um, a little older than she is now, like six years, seven years older than she is. And, um, and I did that. I dated everybody in Los Angeles, though, honestly. Because <laughs> um, I didn't get married till I was 37. Yeah, but girls are more mature, too. So you kind of do need to date up. Like, Frank was seven years, is seven years older yeah, than I am. It does. And that was a good fit. Like, it was guys for me, my, too. more my age, even back then, were not... Yeah, they're not mature. They don't. They don't get the maturity gene until like twenty six. At, at the very, at the, at the earliest. Yeah. At the earliest. Um, <laughs> or ever. It's true. So so anyway. So she said. She said he 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 brings me soup when I'm sick. Uh, that's I a, said, oh, that's really nice. That's a good one. And I'm not paying for any food. I said, well, you shouldn't have to pay for dinner. She goes, but I I mean I really don't hardly pay for any food. And if I'm out of something, he'll run to the store and get it. Isn't that amazing? And I said, it's really nice. It's really, really nice. And um, how long have they been together? A few months, a few months. And she just, you know, my kids really want a career. They're very much like me, but she sure appreciates him. She sure appreciates him. And um, well, that's the whole thing about dating, whatever is you, you, you learn what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. And then, then when the, the actual person steps in, and that's what happened to our daughter, and I think our son as well. Uh, so Perfect. your son, tell me about your son. He has been dating the same woman for seven years now. and um, That's a long time. Yep, they met in college. Usually that's what people have problems after seven years, right? Know, they call it the seven years. And they went through the pandemic together, so that was good. They that's had a, a little deal. experience of living together during the pandemic for a couple months in the beginning when her school closed. Mm -hmm. And now um, they live in Philadelphia. She's getting her, she's just finishing up getting her doctorate. And um, they're, they've just gotten a dog, a little, the most adorable little Oh, doggy. that's the, tr that's the thing. It's the thing. That, that's the tryout. That's the test. The tryout thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually misspoke before. They're not fiancés yet. He has the ring. They picked it out together. He has it uh, hidden in his apartment and he's waiting for the right time to propose. And he got it before the dog, but then the dog suddenly arrived. Now he's like, well, I don't want the dog to upstage the engagement. So, but she's ready. We're like, my, my daughter and I are Are like, they living together? Oh, yes, no, they've been yes. living See, together for I a year and a half. I don't like that. I don't like living together. I don't think you should try somebody out. I, I listen oh, they're definitely not trying each other out. Okay. They're definitely getting it. Okay, because yeah. I listened to Jordan Peterson and, and he said, you know, you can't try women out, they're not a car. And, and I was like, they're not a car. They're not, women are not cars. You know, you take it out for a test drive. And um, so I'm hoping that mine don't do that just because I did that and I was miserable the whole time because I kept waiting for him to propose to me. This was a long, long, long time ago, yeah. not my husband. Um, and, and every time we'd have a fight, he'd say, we can't get married because we're fighting. And I'd say, we wouldn't be fighting if we'd get married. You know, mm -hmm. well, how do you expect me to believe that? Because the thing we're always fighting about is that I'm doing everything here and we're not married. That's why. Um, and it was. It was awful. I hated it. I, I felt like I wasn't um, mm. wasn't really a partner. I wasn't real, and I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't. She sounds like she is, but I wasn't. And I and I just I really really resented that. And every time I'd say I was going to leave, you know, 
he didn't believe me. So finally, I just left. I said, if I leave, I'm not coming back. I am not coming back under any circumstances. I am not coming back. So I left. He came and knocked on the door. I said, what are you doing here? He said, I think we should get back together. I said, what did I tell you? I'm not coming back. What if he came back with a ring? I wouldn't give a shit. Excuse me. <laughs> Beep. I wouldn't care. I was so upset that mm. it took all that time mm. for somebody that I really thought loved me to, to make me happy. And how long were you together, living together? We were on and off for eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's a long, that's too a long, long, long time. Too long. Yeah. So after that, then I had this biological clock ticking. I mean, really, really, really ticking. And, um, and I moved to New York and I got my show and everybody I dated when I was on One Life to Live was on auditioning for dadhood, fatherhood, everybody. And <laughs> my friends were like, I think you're putting too much um, stress on your, too much pressure on your dating life because these guys don't really want to be auditioning for fatherhood. I said, well, that they, well, they are. And they said, well, you could adopt. So we were making enough money to have children. So I started looking at the, at the pa package that my girlfriend got for her two children that she, that she you know, adopted. And I was all set to adopt a child. So in 97, I left and I went out here and I put my, rented my house in Connecticut. And I talked to Lori and I'm talking to the Catholic people and I'm going to adopt a child. And I go to the Deepak Chopra Center for Wellbeing because my sister had this feeling like you guys have with each other, that I should go there. Mm. So I went there and I said, couldn't you have told me this when I had a job? But anyway, <laughs> um, it was so expensive. So I go there and I meet him and that was it, just like you said. But I didn't, I, I, I just really didn't believe it because I kept saying, he's from Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> God would Cleveland. not want me to live in Cleveland. I knew. <laughs> so to be clear, it's when you met Ed, not when you met Deepak Chopra. No, I wasn't into him. Okay. He talked too funny. I couldn't talk. I couldn't understand. Oh, my God. It was very hard to understand. I mean, I, now I can, but back then I just didn't. I'm I glad wasn't. you cleared that up because I thought she was <laughs> No, I met about Ed. I met Ed. Oh, okay. No, we and, know we didn't. And we, we were sitting in the lobby, and I, I was by myself, and he was with a friend, and... There was a bunch of people, and I heard this, um, this like, like rustling, like this burning sound and this smell in the air, this smoke. And I'm like, and I heard him say, I'm not Pitta or Vada. I'm not Vada or Kapha. I'm pit, Pitta. I'm pitiful. And I turned around and I said, well, I don't know about how hot you are, but you're, you're on fire. His paper had gone over this little candle and lit on fire and it was like burning right and he oh wasn't even paid, oh he didn't notice so he you know goes like this and puts it out and that was the beginning of our of our relationship because oh, pitta, so like pitta means you're spicy and yeah. vada is really calm and kapha is kind of lazy and they're taking this giving us this test to decide how much of each one of these doshas we actually have right and um, so then my sister called and said, are you having a good time? I said, yeah, but there's this know-it-all in the glass. My God. <laughs> <laughs> He's constantly talking about, you know, telling the teacher what's what and this and that. And um, then, you know, I wasn't supposed to have any caffeine, right, of course. So I obviously go and get caffeine on every single break. 
and I'm drinking it in front of the Deepak Chopra Center for Wellbeing, where we're not supposed to have any oh, caffeine. So, so he comes out to talk to me. So we both had that rebel thing going, and um, but I was still sure I wasn't supposed to be in Cleveland. Um, I grew up in Newark, Ohio, and it was cold, and I just knew I was, you know. And I used to go, how am I going to get in show business from here? You know, I had no idea I was ever going to get in show business from there. So I couldn't go back to Ohio, God. I ended up in Ohio, where it snowed every single day, and I was very, very happy. We, mm. we got engaged right quick, mm. and we really had a wonderful life together. Oh. Yeah, and he had three other children, so we did the blended family thing, and um, it was wonderful. You know that thing, never say never. I know. I went from Ohio to Texas to California. I was so happy here. I am never going back east. <laughs> Guiding Light comes in to California. I audition. They flew me out from the screen test. Shut down California. Coming out I, 22 years later. Oh my God. And then I never would have met my divine beautiful wife. I know. And, and had our children. Everything never. happens for a reason. That's exactly right. Well, I want you to come back and tell us how everything's going with your kids after the engagement and the <laughs> wedding and all of those wonderful things happen. Are you excited? Yes. Yes. We are. Very. We yeah. are. Because I never really understood why. Um, people wanted their their children to be married. Like, what there was always this pressure. Like, oh, you know, I wish this person, this you know, my child, would be married. I wish they'd find some something. And I'm like, what? They're happy. They're at the top of their careers. Everything. But it, what it is as a parent is you you get to a point where you realize, oh, we're not going to be around all this time. You just don't want your children to be alone. You want them to have somebody in their corner that's there for them when they come home after a hard day or when yeah. they go through hard times. It's really about that partnership. That's why you you know that's why you want them to get married. And do they need a piece of paper? Maybe not. But if, you know, as you say, living together, there's always the out. But you want your person to find their their person. That's right. You want your kids Absolutely. to find their person. Yeah. There's also something really, um, it's not just doubled the energy, the good energy, the help. If you're really with the right person, it's a tremendous boom for you. I yeah. mean, it's a tremendous amount of help for you. Great ideas, great dreams, great thoughts, great encouragement, you know, all those things that you're supposed yeah. to have. We're not supposed to be by ourselves, I don't think. So, no. so no. I'm glad you're not. <laughs> and I and I wanted to say something about your beautiful jewelry. You started making jewelry. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, um, you gave me one. I loved it. Yes, it all started with Hurricane Sandy. We were living at the Jersey Shore, and um, we lost the first floor of our home. But I found a ton of sea glass, so I started making sea glass necklaces and oh, um, for oh. everybody for Christmas that year. And and then people asked me to make their friend one and they pay me and then it morphed into this whole thing and now i work with pearls and since moving to california two and a half years ago and everybody wants tahitian pearls here so we work with those too frank actually helps me he has designed his own line of uh he calls them bracelets men's bracelets oh i love that <laughs> that's a great yeah, name oh them. i love yeah. that look so. how cool i saw this it was very sexy well, this is thank you i designed this these are tahitian pearls yeah, and I, I just like to say that i'm really really proud you should be. She took a negative, turned it into a positive, and and that positive is is keeping us in the game now. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's a beautiful um, and thing. She's done. Yeah, you know what? That is true. Uh, when you have somebody that comes in and and sees her her creations, mm -hmm. and it puts such a big smile on their face, and they come back, uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it makes you feel great. You're a team. Yeah, I'm really proud. We're so. a team. I'm yeah. proud of both of you. Thank so, you. well, maybe one of these days we'll get to work together again. That'd be fun. That would be a blast. I was on that show for five minutes. Uh, really? When? John Conboy. Oh, jo John Conboy. And he came in, wrote me a part, because he and I go way back, way back, way back. 
And then... Who'd you work with? Um, Beth Ellers. Oh, my sister. Loved her. Loved her. And I had some guy, I can't remember who it was. It was really five minutes. But it was a great little part. Her name was Marie. And she was a bad girl, of course. And uh, I don't know why I get those. And I never arrested you. Um, no, I didn't die either. So, you know, but I can't come back now because the show's not on. But anyway, it was really fun. That would be fun. Thank you. You never know how life, you know, takes its twists and turns. We're very excited to, to watch your journey, too. And yeah. I really feel that you will yeah, find your next you. forever person. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. One day to love. We'll see what happens. So when you get sad and something happens, I just want you to think of something. Spin it 180 degrees. You can go, or you, can, you can always go to a dark place, but turn it into a positive place. You're such a good guy. Honestly. Thank you. Honestly. Thank you. I will. And you'll be fine. I will. And we wish we had some hot guy friends to talk with. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy they could come and see me today and see you. We'll be right back. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.